0: you to tell me which mitzvah comes to mind when you think about chabad, when you think about Lubavitch, what would you say, which mitzvah comes to mind? What are one of the first mitzvahs that come to mind? in because they're always like asking people to put on in they put on in today. Okay. We didn't rehearse this before Kayla, right? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> And also v'yachalta so cool. rechakamocha. I feel like that's another big one that comes to mind. Right. So so to love your fellow as yourself is definitely is definitely uh, the basis of, of Chabad's whole approach. But yeah, I was actually getting to the mitzvah of tefillin that you mentioned. Um, that's always right. One of the one of the one of the things that come right away. One of the things that the iconic iconic mitzvahs of an experience and interaction with a Chabadnik for a male. And for women, it would be Shabbos candles, I would say. Um, So tonight, we want to talk a little bit about tefillin. And uh, there are two main points. We want to understand what does tefillin represent? What's the deeper significance of tefillin? And also, specifically, the order with which we put on tefillin and how tefillin are processed, are created, and, and the deeper takeaway for that. I have to say that there's a there's a there's a greater personal dimension to this for for me personally, because our family had a big a big simcha this past week that our son Mendel started rapping tefillin on Tuesday in preparation for his bar mitzvah. Um, the the way our custom is uh, the custom in Chabad is and other communities, but Chabad does that about two months before the bar mitzvah, the boy starts wrapping tefillin as a preparation to get ready for the mitzvah. And it's a very, very big day uh, for him and his life and, and for us, and for, in my case, for my parents, my grandparents as well, uh, their first grandchild, great grandchild. So uh, it all sort of comes together in a, in a beautiful way in divine providence and Ashgacha brought this, this, this uh, for us. So let's take it right to the source. Where do we know about the mitzvah of tefillin? Um, we have the famous, the famous, uh, the famous portion that we read in the Shema prayer every single day, and that's the source of uh, of tefillin and mezuzah, actually, as well. Let's read the source uh, to, to refresh our memory. Let's share screen. Okay, um, are you guys seeing the right screen? Yep. Okay. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you today shall be upon your heart. You shall teach them thoroughly to your children, and you shall speak of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk on the road, when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign upon your hand, and they shall be for a reminder between your eyes, and you shall write them upon the doorposts of your house and upon your gates." So we have right there, we have the source of this mitzvah um, of tefillin and mezuzot. Now, what's interesting is, a little historical context here for a moment is, that this mitzvah was actually commanded to the Jewish people yet while they were in Egypt still, before they left Egypt. Now, the majority, the majority of the mitzvot that were given to the Jewish people were given at the, the beginning was the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. And then following that was, you know, mitzvot that they were taught all along the way. There was an, only a very few specific mitzvot that the Jewish people were commanded before they got to Mount Sinai. And we have to understand what is the significance, why? So, for example, one, Famous mitzvah was the Paschal Lamb, the Korban Pesach. The Korban Pesach was commanded to the Jewish people while they were in Egypt, right before they left Egypt, the, the Exodus. And what is the significance? Because the, the 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 lamb was the idolatry of the Egyptians. So in order for the Jewish people to to remove themselves from the idolatry, from the from the contamination, from the impurity of the idolatry of the Egyptians, it was necessary for them to express their um, their 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 belief in God by offering the Paschal Lamb as a sacrifice to God. For an example, there's other mitzvah. So why, of all mitzvot, why were the Jewish people commanded the mitzvah of Tefillin? specifically before before they left Egypt, What is the deeper significance here? So let's pause that question for a moment. We'll get back to that. How did this we, we, earlier I asked, what what word comes to your mind when you think of Chabad and and, and you immediately said to Philip, how did this get started? Why was such an emphasis put until today, on rapping to fill in with people I when I when I catch up with alumni, if I'm meeting up with guys that I haven't seen, one of the things we always do it could be a year went by two years I haven't seen them we wrap to fill in um, it, why is that so important? So in in 1967, right before the six day war when the entire Jewish world was, what they thought was they were seeing the demise and the end of the jew they were seeing the end of israel and the end of the jewish nation in front of their eyes came a call from brooklyn from the rebbe the rebbe said that everything is going to be okay that the jewish people will succeed with the war but he also encouraged his followers to go out and to rap to fill in with as many soldiers as possible and why why to fill in why not say a uh, chapter of Psalm with them. Why not uh, have them, I don't know, do another gift? Charity, these are all important mitzvahs. What was the significance of tefillin specifically? So let's take a look at the words that he explained himself why he chose the mitzvah of tefillin. And just uh, again, for historical purposes, the, the, the campaign began with the soldiers, the emphasis was the soldiers, and then they have expanded it to all Jews, and they have taught that we are all one body, the Jewish people are one body. So if a Jew in Africa or a Jew in Brooklyn puts on tefillin, that will help the soldiers on the front lines as well be successful in their mission, just like if you'll take uh, antibiotic through your mouth, it will help a, another organ in your body, uh, even though you're not putting the antibiotic on your foot. So let's take a look at why they have chose tefillin specifically. We'll read... Uh, from the from the source sheet, Okay. Why to fill The question can be answered based on the verse. All the nations of the world will see that the name of God is called upon you and they will fear you. To fill in was important during the exodus because this exodus had the potential of becoming we're going back to the Egypt the question of why that mitzvah was given because this exodus had the potential of becoming the final redemption of Mashiach as well. And despite the fact that this did not come to be, the exodus is still the spiritual source for all the redemptions which follow, just as all exiles stem from the original exile in Egypt. Through the final and true redemption of the righteous Mashiach, the verse states regarding the final redemption, as in the days that you left Egypt, I will show you wonders. In other words, the greatest fulfillment of the above mentioned verse, the nations of the world will see and they will fear you, will take place with the arrival of Mashiach. So let me just explain, friends, for a second. There is a verse that God wrote in the Torah. Separate, there's a verse that says, and the nations will see you, and they will fe- they will see that God's name is upon you, and they will fear you. So the Rebus brought this piece from the Talmud that says, what does it mean that the nations will see God's name upon us? That that when the men will wrap to fill in, it will be apparent God's name will be upon them. That this is a head, this is a body that wrapped to fill in. That's what it means in the spiritual sense that God's name will be upon them. And that will cause the enemies to fear them. This is also a response to those who protested. Why did you choose to single out one specific commandment to fill in from among all commandments? The answer And the Rebbe, this is an interesting uh, quote here, because the Rebbe doesn't often talk about himself. And here he's basically uh, presenting the case for why he chose to fill it. And he says, the answers I explained on several occasions is that I am not the one who singled it out. It was the Torah, which says the entire Torah is equated with Philip. This was not said with regard to the rest of the 613 commandments, only with regard to a select few. Torah also makes a special distinction For the commandments which were transmitted before the giving of the torah and even before the exodus from egypt and amongst those is the commandment of tefillah but i added they are free to choose any of the other 612 commandments the main thing is to spread the light of torah and its commandments to every place and every corner of the world and through the study of Torah and fulfillment of the commandments, we will bring the world to a state where, as the verse says, the world will be filled with the knowledge of God, with the coming of our righteous Mashiach. So there we have the answer. What is the significance of this mitzvah? Why was this mitzvah, why was this mitzvah chosen? Because of the tremendous power that this mitzvah has. There's only very few mitzvahs that the Torah says in them that they are equal to all the other mitzvahs. but the says you want to choose your own mitzvah, you could choose that. Now, let's take a look at, let's zoom in to this, and I'll be honest with you, when I talk to people about the mitzvah of tefillin, people that even wrap it every single day, they don't necessarily know what is inside it, what is the purpose of it, what is the significance of the tefillin, why the tefillin, etc. So it's... Um, it. I think it would be worthwhile for us to spend a few minutes discussing it and uh, and understanding it. And I have I have some pictures as well that I will um, that I'll be showing as well to uh, demonstrate a little bit about it. Um, so let's take a look at the details. Why? So before before we uh, 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 get into. Um, Before we get into why we put on tefillin, let's talk about what tefillin are. So we all know that tefillin are made out of skin of an animal. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the details because we only have a few minutes left, but it's all made out of the skin of an animal, the straps, the boxes, and the parchments that are inside them. I will share here some pictures of tefillin being created um, in its different forms. We always see the the black boxes. So if you see here, I'll show you right now some, uh, some images, you'll see this is, um, this is already when it's pretty processed, but here you can see in the earlier, earlier stages. So here you see, this is the first stage pretty much of the skin of the animal, and then it's being processed. This is these four little uh, squ- uh, circles are going to become those four compartments. Now to remind us, the head, the shell rosh, the tefillin that goes on the head is four compartments, but really they're all one piece. So it's one piece that has been molded into four sections, which has each one as has one scroll inside each of the one sections. And this is as they're getting, you know, more and more, they put, they put different uh, things in it to mold it and to get it to where it is today. And then this is the different stages. This is, it's almost ready. And here you have the more the more finished product. So the tefillin is uh, boxes that are made out of leather that have in them the scrolls that have that have written on these scrolls different references to when Hashem mentioned the mitzvah of film, which was mentioned several times throughout the Torah, and also the fact that God took us out of Egypt and performed miracles. So that's what tefillin are. The first thing we want to talk about is. What is the purpose of tefillin? So obviously we put on film because God told us to. But what does that represent? Uh, you know, when Mendel was about to start wrapping tefillin on, on Tuesday, my grandfather helped him. My grandfather turned to him and he said, so do you know what this is all about? Why are we putting on tefillin? And Mendel was very proud and he knew he was prepared. And he ha- they actually have these little cards. He has a card which has in it the words that we're going to read right now which r- help you understand why do you wrap tefillin. Mendel had a little card that he prepared, and he's going to read that card every day before he wraps the tefillin. So let's read the words from the code of Jewish law. What is the, we put on tefillin because Hashem said so, but what's the deeper significance of tefillin? When donning to fill in, one should have in mind that we were commanded by God to write these four passages which speak about the oneness of his name and the exodus from Egypt and to place them on our arm next to our hearts and on our heads next to our brains, so that we will constantly remember the miracles and wonders he did for us which indicate his greatness and that he has the power and authority to do as he wishes in the heavenly spheres and on earth. One should dedicate his soul, which is in his mind, and the lusts and desires of his heart to the service of God. Through donning the tefillin, he will remember the Creator and minimize his physical indulgences. So there you have the deeper significance of tefillin and also why we put tefillin on our arm, where we do and on our head where we put them on our head, and what the deeper significance of those locations are as well. But to take that a step further, let's understand why, right? Why is the, why do, do we find that the the head piece is four compartments that are boxed together as one box, but it's essentially four, four, four different sections. And the hand is one long scroll. Why does the head have four individual scrolls and the head has one? So let's read a beautiful um, explanation of that. So first of all, how were the head to fill and written quickly? Four passages are written on four parchments and rolled closely, closed separately. They are placed in four compartments of a single piece of leather. In hand filling, the four passages are written on four columns on a single parchment. They are rolled closed like a Torah scroll from the end to the beginning, and placed in a single compartment. The general difference, these are uh, continuing from the words from the Rebbe, the, the general difference between the hand filling and the head fill, not only according to Kabbalah, but also based on straightforward and practical Jewish law, can be deduced from the way we wear the hand filling on the arm, near our hearts, and, hand- and head-fillin on our heads, near the brain. It is for this reason, that when donning head tefillin, we focus on dedicating our hearts to God, and when donning the head film, we focus on devoting our minds. In simple terms, the hand tefillin represents the heart, and the head tefillin represents the mind. We can thereby explain why head tefillin have four compartments, and hand tefillin have only, this is a, a mistake, and hand tefillin have only one even though they contain the same passages. We could have posed the question, if they contain one singular message, they should both be housed in one compartment. And if they contain four separate messages, they should have been in four. Rather, it corresponds to the division between the mind and the heart. And here's the main point that the Rebbe makes. It says, the task of the mind, the intellect, is to define and evaluate all ideas carefully to discover what they have in common and how they differ. The role of the heart, our emotions, is not to dissect and define ideas into compartments. That is contrary to the nature of the emotion, which is naturally unlimited and undefined. Only our intellect regulates it. The proper order um, where are we? Sorry. The hand to fill in and head to fill in correspond to those distinctions. The hand to fill in are near the heart. All four passages convey one feeling, and are therefore housed in one compartment. The head to fill in, corresponding with the mind, compartmentalizes its passages. Kadesh in one compartment, V'haya kiviyacha in one compartment, Shema in one compartment, and V'haya im in another compartment. Because from an intellectual perspective, they represent four distinctive elements of our service of God, and are therefore stored separately. Okay, that is the bulk of the uh, of the for tonight, um, and. Uh, the, 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 the last point that the Rebbe makes, which we don't have time to read tonight, is the Rebbe said, why do we start with the hand and then we put the head on? Why do we start with the hand to fill and then we put the head to fill it on? And he explained, because the first step towards dedicating ourselves to God has to be a more simple, basic, fundament, fundamental, and foundational acceptance of God acceptance of God in our heart and it, before we start dissecting and compartmentalizing it etc and, and and analyzing it that's where we start from the shalyad the hand and that's why it's one scroll and then the next step is we get to the four scrolls in our head which are analyzing and dissecting and there have said the same is also in our approach when we connect with another Jew Uh, The first step in connecting with another Jew is not to start analyzing and dissecting their relationship with God, is not to start analyzing and dissecting what, what, you know, what kind of, how do they connect and what's their, what are the specifics and details of their, of what's their story, what's their, the first thing is to approach them that they are a Jew and they're connected to God, just like me and just like everyone else. And that is the simplest level and the deepest level upon which we all connect with each other and we all connect with God. Then once you have that basis of the connection, you can then dig deeper and go into the four compartments and the four different ways of connecting to God. I hope you guys uh, learned something new tonight. And you know what, even if you didn't learn something new, it's always good to refresh your memory. And have a good night, and we'll see you next week, Tuesday. Good to see everybody. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for a great discussion.